Hey, so from the top wartime CEO podcast, my name is Eric Kruger, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and co-founder, Mr. Farmer John Sane. John? <laughs> That's me, Farmer Sane. I'm here sitting in Mahubas Cliff up in the mountains in northern South Africa. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, nice to see you again, Eric. Today, we're joined by a very dear friend of mine, Stuart Miller, who I've been uh, tight with in Dubai for the last four months. Stuart and I have known each other for the last 20, 30 years. Him and his wife have set up the most incredible fitness studio in Dubai, and they've won best boutique studio in Dubai twice in a year. And I can tell you, it's by far one of the best experiences I've had in health and fitness. Now, what has happened in Dubai is that like the rest of the world, it's in shutdown gyms and schools and malls and restaurants have all been closed down and Stuart has had the most incredible response and I'm so excited about this interview. Welcome Stuart, how are you brother? Thank you John. Uh, with an intro like that, I'm going to get you to help us do our marketing on our website. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, we're good. We just got an announcement. Um, um, this morning that the malls are closing in 48 hours um, yeah. and they'll keep the, the, the supermarkets, well, the, the, the grocery stores and the chemists open and that'll be it. Uh, everything else will lock down. We're not sure if they're going to lock down the streets, but we think they will. We think they're going to lock us down in areas and then we'll have a you know, very short time to go out to the grocery store and come back. So it's, mm. been, a, it's been a very challenging um, seven weeks, uh, seven days. As they closed us mm -hmm. down on the fifteenth of fifteenth uh, of the month, they sent mm -hmm. out a message at eleven in the morning. We needed to be closed by one p.m. and we did. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Um, Stuart, so obviously, you know, on the wartime CEO podcast, what we are really looking for is um, for business owners to tell us what they've been doing, because we hear a lot of what we should be doing, and a lot of people telling us to be flexible and adaptable. But what does it actually look like in practice? So. Before we get to that, um, we're going to jump straight into it. Just give us a bit of an overview as well from your side. You know, what business are you in and uh, what is the headcount? What does your business look like? Okay, so we opened uh, two and a half years ago. My wife and myself and our two boys moved here uh, nearly five years ago. We started building the gym three years ago and opened it two and a half years ago. Um, and we have now 45 permanent staff on our payroll and we have another 15 to 20 contractors and freelancers that we we work with in the region we have two locations uh we serve as close on 500 customers a day and um the second location opened up in late november so we we really stretched a new team and um, um yeah we brought in most obviously everybody that works for us are all foreigners so um, everybody is a visitor and responsible um, uh, on our visas and, and we're responsible for in our company. Um, very few of them have um, a family and friends here that they live with or share with most mm. of them are, are either on their own or with company teammates. Okay. So obviously, you know, with everything that's been happening, the lockdown, what has your response been? How have you transitioned your business uh, to be best positioned for what's happening? I think, you know, thinking about it, um, we haven't really had much time over the last week to even actually take a, take a minute and, and document or think about it. You know, uh, 
after the third or fourth day, I thought, well, I should try and document a timeline um, to share or a document a timeline to reflect on. But we haven't really had time to even do that. Um, we 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 saw this, you know, obviously watching what was happening in China. We the, the team and and the management team. We've been watching the space. And we've been very conscious of, of what's happening around us, but you never think it's going to happen to you. Mm. Then when we saw things getting closer, obviously with the challenges in Italy, that we started to hear what was happening with the airlines, we started to put a little bit of thought into the what-if scenario. Um, and then the week before, we, we, we had no idea they were going to lock us down this quickly. So the week before, we started to think about uh, what scenarios potentially could play out. But most importantly, we wanted to make sure that we had um, enough runway of, of cash flow to pay the salaries at the end of the month. And then what would that situation look like if it went on for two months? And we, 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 we were fortunate that we, we did, ran a couple of very hard promotions early on in, uh, in the month, uh, in, the second, in the second week, which boosted a little bit of revenue. But it was, it's all about that responsibility of, of employees, you know, uh, you know, making sure that they, they could feed their families because everybody's sending money home. So it's not only the 45 or 55 uh, team members that we support, it's the extended families that we're responsible for. So, so we did everything we could to, 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 to make sure that that was our, our, our number one priority. And um, um, we... We got hit with this uh, in the middle of the day. Um, we sent a message out to the team that they needed to give us 48 hours to reply to them with a very clear strategy. Um, and, and then we sat with individual team, individual teams. And um, one of the advantages I think we have is that we've been on our toes for two and a half years. We've been leaning in. We've been on the attack for two and a half years. We haven't been in, we've been in a total offensive mood. Because, you know, in business to, to get ahead, you've got to fight. You've got to mm. fight for everything. You've got to lean in all the time. You know, you, you, there's no standing still. You're either going backwards or forwards. So, so we spent, we've spent the last two and a half years being on edge. And, and we just wanted to make sure that we built a good team around us to, to, to be able to, to win this, this, this business battle, first of all. And, and to be able to set up to, to win our own business war. Mm. And we've had lots of battles in the last three years, two and a half years, lots and lots of battles. But the team around us has also grown through that. And, and you know, companies talk about family. I don't, I don't, we don't talk about the family. We talk about team and we talk about culture. And, and one of the things that we really, we're really fortunate in is we've got such a diversity of nationalities, personalities, uh, different levels of experience, some people with a little bit of range, some people with a lot of range. And what was, what was, what was evident um, that the minute it dropped, there was not a panic. Um, there was, okay, what are we going to do together to get through this? I think the minute that it's every man for himself, I think then that's, that's the first disaster. Then you actually must rather close and count your losses. But, mm. but if you see your teams turning towards each other for support and turning towards each other for ideas, then I think you stand a chance. And, and there's still, yeah, I'm probably the most optimis optimistic person you'll meet, but there's still an element of, I've got to be a little bit real here. Um, they closed the malls today for two weeks. Um, 
I don't think they're going to open the gyms before they open the malls in the city. So, I, you know, they gave us a note yesterday that we're closed for another 15 days. So it pushes us to the 6th or, 6th or 7th of April, which is already seven days longer than they said initially. So I, I think we've got to be prepared for a little bit more of a runway. So as this dropped, we, we knew this was going to be the case. I, I had a feeling this was going to be the case. Mm. And, um, you know, we, we, we sat with the team and we came up with a strategy. Um, everybody, everybody had their say, everybody pulled together. Um, you know, I might run the business and I might be the, the one, of, one of the owners, but I don't make all the decisions. And, and I think that's key. But you can't wake up when corona hits to say, okay, now let's work with the team. It's too late. You have to have worked with the team from day one. Mm. And I think the fact that we've all worked together um, and, and, and we've always made decisions on what the team has suggested, we've always made decisions together, it helps us in this time. And um, we, we, we were fortunate enough to, to, to have a little, we gave ourselves a tiny bit of breathing space before we sat with everybody and we went through the pieces. And, you know, everybody compromised on salary without question. Okay, so... So around us, what we heard were people were getting sent on um, unpaid leave. Because mm. the day it happens, they close your door, everybody gets sent on unpaid leave. And then straight away, what is going to happen then? There's panic. It's, you know, do I go home? Do I stay? What do we do? How long is this going to be? But, but we, you know, we, we collectively made a decision and everybody compromised for the, for the good of the business and the good of the team. Um, because we still want to be here when this thing goes away. It's not just about now. It's about what happens, what do we look like when we come out of this? Um, you know, we haven't worked all so hard as a team and, 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 and you know, made the differences um, to date to close because of this. Like, this is, this is a war. We're going to fight this thing. Mm. And, and I think that, that in, in, in those moments when the team did that, I think what it did is it gave everybody the opportunity to also say, well, what can I do? Where can I add value? And everybody's given us fabulous ideas. Um, and it's a, of course, the team's getting stronger as we're doing this. So, so Stewie, can you, can you take us through the process you took when immediately, when I was speaking to you when I was on my way to the airport, you were talking about how you change business models. So tell us how you went about changing this business model and, and what happened around that. Cause I've already started seeing on Instagram, people with platform bikes at home training to your trainers, which is just, you did it overnight like this. You brought the film crew in. Talk to us about those very practical things that you did that you just switched on like that, which was just magnificent. Thank you. Yeah. So we, we, the first thing we did was um, we realized we had to we had to get revenue. Where was it going to come from? So within within two hours of the announcement, we we did a mass sale of of product, our, our, our normal product, and we launched a massive promotion because there were some people that that would obviously take advantage of that, and that would give us a little bit of breathing space. So so we launched a massive promotion, which which uh, uh, ran straight away. We then launched within 24 hours a bike rental program because we have all these bikes in our studios doing nothing during this period. So we, we launched a, a rent-a-bike program and we deliver them to people's houses. Within 24 hours, we were already delivering bikes to people's houses, trying to find another revenue stream. Um, and obviously, on the back of that, we knew we were going to deliver content to their houses 
because we wanted to keep them engaged. So we, we, we quickly digitized our business as fast as we could in a very, very clunky, or as the Americans call it, janky approach, where we were using uh, our phones to film. We were starting late, the lighting was out, the mics were distorted. But what's quite amazing is that, is that the team and the community accepted these uh, uh, yeah. downsides yeah. just for the sake of, of it's halfway there. Thank you very much for doing it because we wanted to stay connected to our community because though we've got a, you know, we've got a fantastic team. We also have an incredible community, which we service that looks to us to make, you know, as their guides and their mentors. So, so our team went straight out and started talking to their, their community and, and stayed engaged, which obviously is it, it first of all it's um, um really important from a business point of view to stay connected to your community in whichever way you can um but more importantly from 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 our point of view from the management's point of view and the company's point of view we wanted to keep our team engaged and we wanted our team to stay positive and we wanted our team to be looking towards staying active and and keep doing what they do mm. um and uh, you know move away from you know, potentially worrying a little bit more or feeling sorry for themselves or not feeling that they're making a difference. Whereas now they're making a huge difference. I mean, people are locked down in their houses and the only access that they have to them, to what was normal for them is a live class in the morning, a yoga class in the evening, and, and they're getting to see familiar faces. And that connection is something, something quite, um, mm. it's quite amazing to watch. Mm. Sure. Listen, that's, um, it's amazing. Everything that you've been going through. Sure. Yeah, no, it was incredibly impressive. In fact, I told Stuart on the phone call, it feels like you are perfectly designed for this sort of switch and Stuart thrives in this sort of switch, you know. Um, let me ask you this, Stu. What platforms have you been using um, and have you seen an uptake of new clients coming on board? Or do you think that's a bit too early? People are still in a bit of panic or how have you started seeing that happen? Um, so... You know, we, we, you know, the the team's been on um, on full gas since this happened, and and particularly um, uh, myself, Marina, and Rory, we've been we we haven't been sleeping much. We've been on 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 full beat, trying to get advice from the US, and and you know, late at night, trying to understand what technology we can use very quickly to start monetizing this, because we're doing all of this at the moment for free for the community. But at a certain point in time, we can't carry on for free. There has to be something that comes back to us. And, and there's not a lot out there that is easy to switch on. And I think that, you know, at the moment we're jumping between different products, which is not great because we're moving customers on all different platforms. But again, they accept it because of the situation and they're not paying. The minute you get them to pay, there's a slight there's a different resistance. So, yeah. you know, you've got Zoom and Skype, which we're using now, um, which we're using for our personal training. And we, we are about oh, that's to That's another launch. income stream. That's something yeah. you didn't mention. So you're also doing personal training, video of personal so, training. So, yeah, the, the personal training, we launched 72 hours afterwards. With that, what we did was we, we, we got um, a banners made so that we could still have some brand identity. So we had banners made because, mm. because when you're working out, I mean, you can see a picture behind me. It's okay. But if it was my laundry, uh, yeah. so we, want, we yeah. wanted to make sure that the trainers had the company branding on so they got clothing. 
They have um, the equipment that we have in our studio. We got delivered to their houses, you know, the mats and the dumbbells and that type of stuff. We made a banner. And then there's some corporate identity, even though it's in their, in their living room. We then went out to the market and said there's one-on-one -on -one PT opportunities. And we tested it amongst ourselves. I was, I was uh, one of the first coaches to which I performed for my staff to show them exactly how it was done, which they thought was quite funny. They thought was quite funny. <laughs> I would love to see that, Stu. <laughs> yeah, well, in, in one of the meetings, Sydney actually played it for everybody, which was quite funny. <laughs> um, so we showed this them as that a caveat. As a caveat, Stuart has never been in the gym game. He's an entrepreneur in many other different businesses. And that's why he's created such an incredible, well, should I say him and his wife have created such an incredible experience because they're totally left field, never been in this game before. So him doing a training class in a world that he's never really been part of must be amazing. <laughs> you know, your energy must have been great. Yeah, it was good fun. And, um, yeah. and, and, and it's small, you know, one of the points is as well, you've got to, you've got to have a little bit of fun in it because the team around you are, are, are trying to also stay positive, you know, yeah. talking about this just for a second, you know, you can't be too doom and gloom all the time. You know, you, yeah. you can't always look at the negative news and, and people are looking to you as well as, a, as, as, as uh, in our particular industry as mentors and guides, but more of a, a, a business owner and CEO, they're looking to you for that support that, that you've got it for, you've got their back, you've got it covered. You know, you have to have a, a, a high levels of emotional intelligence, but also be able to be calm enough. But when it's time to have fun, have fun. You know, Sydney and I did that first live video together. It was, it was a mess, but we had so much fun doing it, you know, yeah. and, and, she posted, I said, don't post it. It's not the right thing to post. She said, well, I, brilliant. I, yeah, that's, that's you. Uh, and she posted it. It was dancing. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And it helps Love them it. get in the mood. You know, she's about to go on screen for her first time live. She's also nervous. We don't know. It could be five people. It could be 500 views. Who cares? But it was important for her to do something with a high energy. And she did it. And since then, it's set the standard now for the rest of the team yeah. to follow. And, mm. and. The same with the PTs, you know, a couple of the PTs have taken place and we have an update after every PT, how it was. And we speak to the customer, how did it go? And the connection or this or that. And everybody's accommodating. Everybody's mm, saying, well, yeah. I had a great workout. I, I, I filmed my son yesterday doing a workout with Francois, one of our South African trainers. And, and my son loved it. For him, that was spot on. That's all he actually wants. He doesn't want me to drive him to a gym. He loved that workout. And if you think about it, it's quite cool because the trainer doesn't mm. stick around. You start at a specific time, you high five, you start the class, afterwards you give a thumbs up, and cheers. Mm. So it's definitely a business model that we're trying to lean into to kind of extend it because doing all this work now and we start to get the revenue moving, we want to obviously keep it going. And we'll then layer this on top of our, our business when we do open. Mm. And um, um we're continuously trying to launch something new every week. We have another two products which we're ready to launch in the next two days. And by the end of this week, we would have launched another four different products, which are for re are revenue generating, which is the real difficult part here. Mm, mm. Um, Stuart, I think, you know, as we start coming up on time, this has been incredible to listen to. And well done to you and your team for um, not only changing the game as you go and changing what your business is looking like. But also I think, you know, engaging the team, engaging community is what has really stood out for me here and um, how that sort of the, 
the linchpin, like that's the thing that moves everything else is starting with that in mind. Like how do I engage the community? How do we engage our team? Um, it's, it's phenomenal. What I was reading this morning was that um, 70 to 80% of people in, I think it was an essay, uh, are living paycheck to paycheck. And I think for many entrepreneurs, that's a reality as well. You know, they don't have runway um, to give themselves a space to, to rethink how they're going to approach things. Like they just, they just in that panic mode. Like, mm. what do you think people who are in that situation, what do you think they need to do? You know, where like you just don't have the runway to, to take it slow and to figure things out. So I think the first thing you have to do is you have to stop all outgoing. So the minute it happens, you have to stop any, anything going out. That, that could be telephone, that could be internet, that could be bank loans, car loans. You have to stop all that straight away and do whatever it takes to make that happen. At the same time, look to your team like we did to speak to them about, about how do they propose working through this together. I mean, the reality is that a lot of the companies here have said to some of the team, you're letting, we're letting you go and we're keeping you. But that wasn't what we wanted to do. We wanted to make sure that we got through this with as, much, as, as many of the team members as possible. And they also wanted that. Every, every business is going to take a different approach. And, and I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, theirs is wrong and, and, and for whatever reason. You just don't know what's happening. But, but for, 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 for most employees um, who you live from paycheck to paycheck um, I, I'm sure that there are going to be a number of initiatives from governments banks um, institutions that support them um, even if it's for credit card even if it's credit card payments even if it's the schooling and all that type all, all, all these expenses you will get support from in some shape or form so it's almost just to take a breath and take every, everything that you actually need to live on so what you need to eat Contact your landlords. Tell the landlords what's happening. Work with them. Um, they can't afford for you to, to be out in three months' time because they won't have anybody to come in. So, at, you know, the demand's going to disappear. So be reasonable. And I, I've no doubt that most of them will be reasonable back because they're also facing the same situation. Mm. If, a landlord, if a landlord pushes you out, it's because he's got a mortgage to pay. If he's smart, he goes to his bank and says, I've got a mortgage to pay. Can you give me interest only for six months? Can you give me a holiday on my payments? Then he then in turn passes you the holiday. So there's every single chunk. I think you have to look at piece by piece and then break it down even further. And, and, and the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing is to make sure that when you come out of this, you still have um, um, a business, a reputation, and and you haven't chucked everything out. Mm. You know, you, you you still leave with a with 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 some sense of of, of pride that you, you did the best that you could in the current situation, mm. and be a little bit forgiving. Forgive yourself. Take a breath when you're having those bad moments, because everybody has them, and and really breathe, breathe deep. And, you know, just lean into it and say, well, this is a battle. I, I've got to battle this thing. You know, the whole world has always had lots of wars with countries. Now nah, there's only one enemy and we're all fighting it. So, so everybody's in the same boat. Work with each other to get through it is, 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 what, is kind of what we're doing on our side. And, and I, think, I think we're going to win this thing. Mm. Look, I think, Stuart, you're going to come out of this stronger than you ever were. I think your brand is going to stand for much more. I think you've actually set the tone for other people in your industry of how you've come about this. I think your employees and your team around you will respect you even further. And I've already seen it online. 
um, as your mate. I already loved and respected you. I've just got a whole new level of respect for you because I think the way you've approached this is by far better than most other people that I've seen do this. I mean, other people have just said we closed. You're like, no, 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 no. We're not closed. We're going to reinvent. And so congratulations. I think um, your, your community is proud of you and your community is also looking up to you for more guidance. And uh, keep going and uh, well done. Okay. And I'm, I'm really proud of you, man. Well done. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks for everything. Amazing interview. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing uh, your journey with our community because I, we, know, we know people are going through a hard time and uh, we really wanted to give people the inside view of what entrepreneurs are doing, what CEOs are doing. And uh, some are making really hard decisions. Uh, I mean, all of them are really making hard decisions. But I think it's just it's comforting to see people make those decisions. It gives us permission to do the same. So thank you for that. Um, Closing thoughts, Stuart? I think the biggest thing is, you know, we, we, we have to stay around people that, that we care, that care about us and we care about them. So, so that's obviously, you know, uh, my family's here with me. So that's, you know, my two boys are upstairs supposedly doing schoolwork, <laughs> which is, which is quite a different, which is quite a different, yeah. I mean, they could be on yeah. Fortnite and not in uh, <laughs> Spanish. But, uh, <laughs> But I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's times like this and you look at them and you say, well, you know, it's quite cool. They're in the house. I'm in the house. You know, we're working, we're getting through this. We're, we're, we're talking really, it's really easy to connect now and communicate with each other through, through fantastic tools. Think about what tools you have around you that you can do the same with. And not everything has to stop. You know, unfortunately, our members have stopped paying us. But that doesn't mean that every business, that customers stop paying. Because a lot of the businesses out there, they want you to, a lot of customers out there want you to be open when things change and you're open again. So work with them, ask them what they want and, and they'll mm. give you some fantastic ideas. Trust me. Mm. They'll come back to you with mm. a lot of things that they're looking for and they'll be happy to pay for it. Mm. Good point. Good point. Thank you so Good. much. Thank Everybody you, thank you very, very much. In Dubai, check them out on Instagram, check them out online. They really are setting the standard. I can't wait to get back to Dubai to my workouts. In fact, I've chosen where to live in Dubai based on the platform. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it's really well worth it. Huh? Okay, Stuart. Thank thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sure.